This is Realty Talk with Ellie and Galen. There we go. Uh, welcome to episode 78 of Realty Talk with Ellie and Galen. Um, th- we haven't been around because of me. Um, Ellie's been great. We've, uh, I've been, we had a third kid. So, um, not, uh, Ellie, uh, not, not, not us. Not us. <laughs> No, not you know, me and Ellie have not had a kid, not 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 yet, not ever. Um, I'll let you do that because we were just talking. I, I was, Ellie, you're what, twenty seven? Yeah. I was just saying, if I was twenty seven, you told me in four years I'd have three kids. I would think you're crazy. Well, that's what happened. So I've had th- three kids in the last four years. Um, crazy. So maybe that will happen for Ellie. No I don't know. way. Okay, so absolutely not. Uh, <laughs> So, um, so four it's, dogs? it's, it's, yeah, you probably, you'll probably have more than four dogs. So, um, so that, that's been where we've, where I've been at and Ellie by default has not been able to pod. So, um, but what's our topic for today? Uh, I thought it'd be a good time to talk about preparing. If you were thinking of selling your home or putting your home up for sale in the spring, things you can start thinking about and planning for now to make that transition a little smoother. Okay, so first question I want to ask you, because I'm going to do like an interview style, Ellie, so put you on the hot seat. Um, Common question we get, what's the best time to sell or is spring the best time to sell? Pros and cons. It depends on what your goals are, really. I mean, anytime, if you provided the market is good, I mean, especially, you know, currently, anytime right now is a good time to sell. The market is great. It's a a great time to sell. there are plus sides and downsides to selling in the winter. I'd say probably mostly downsides. One being people are going to be tracking snow and ice into your house. You can ask them to take their shoes off. Not everyone is going to. Um, holidays, stuff like that. I've had quite a few people who didn't want wanted to wait till spring for reasons like holidays, um, illnesses, traveling more in the winter and stuff like that. Um, plus sides would just be, you know, sell when you're ready. And if you're ready in the winter time then sell when you're ready, um, the only thing is you're going to have to think about having to move in the winter too. So there's, I I would say that, that there are downsides to selling in the winter time. Um, but it's not a bad time to sell. It's just not the best time to sell. Now, how do you find going into the springtime in the kind of market that we're in now? Like what's your thoughts on, you know, obviously we're in a seller's market. How do you think that this plays into going into the springtime or where we are we're now? So we're basically the end, of, which is crazy. We're like the end of January right now. Yeah. Um. So pretty much now over the next three to four months, like what's your thought in, in as a seller's market and also with the season? I'm, I'm sure the sales are going to pick up. I mean, there hasn't been a whole lot on the market right now. It's an even tougher time to be a buyer right now than it was earlier in the year because there's really nothing on at all. So I expect in the spring it's going to pick up very quickly. I think a lot of people are, have been waiting, especially with you know COVID getting worse and, and holidays and, and just everything that's been going on. A lot of people have probably been putting on hold selling if they're thinking of selling, and I expect that we're going to see a, a pretty significant increase in the spring. Um, so I think, you know, if you're planning on selling now is the best time spring is second best time. Um, so what's the number, if you had to give someone the number one thing to do to prep your home for the springtime, what is, what would you tell a client that's looking to sell? <clears throat> um, number one thing I would say 
is probably condense what you have. Um, cleaning is obviously very important, but I think that's not something you need to tell people to do. Generally speaking, people are going to know, yeah, I need to vacuum my carpets and dust and whatnot, but condensing your belongings, putting what doesn't need to be out into boxes, into storage, and really making your space look bigger by removing some of the stuff that's in it, I think it has a pretty tremendous impact on making it look sellable and also kind of removing your personality from it so people can see themselves in it. So I had a client I just talked to probably within the last hour, hour and a half. They're looking to sell. This is the exact conversation. said, when do you want to sell by? They said, well, I want to have the home sold by the end of summer. So my brain, end of summer is typically the late, like August. So that's the eighth month of of the year. We're now closing on the first month of the year. So Mm -hmm. we're talking seven months. Well, the closing process is at least two weeks, or uh, sorry, two months and eight weeks or a couple weeks longer than that due to the delays that we're seeing right now. So I would say realistically, you want to plan for like an eight to 10 week closing time frame. Yep. So that now brings us back to basically mid, you know, we'll say conservatively early to mid June. Yeah. So if I look at early to mid June, that's when you want to be pending. So then I'm like, okay, well, how long do we need to be on the market? So is it May? Is it, is it, um, April? So now we're going all the way back, which is only three months away. Mm-hmm. So I told them, I said, can we meet in two weeks? Not to list the property, but to go one, I want, I, I'm familiar with the property, mm-hmm. but I want to go see it. I have not been, it's actually funny. I haven't been in this house in 20 years. Wow. I know, I know the house. I yeah. just, it's been a long time since <laughs> I've been there. Um, I knew the prior owner. Um, but I'm going to go look at the house and then get a game plan so they have a solid two months basically because we're kind of shooting for an april list mm-hmm. we have two months that i can go in pick out you know anything that i think that they could make adjustments on and give them a fair amount of time to put that like legwork in so i would say like i would think the number one thing going into selling in the spring is to meet with your agent like right now asap like yeah um just because I think that to people talk about marketing and yes, you want to have the marketing done. You want to make things look pretty and enticing and get people in the door. But I think we've talked about it before. You know, if you do like videos and all this cool production and all these cool graphics and all this stuff, which I, yes, I'm a, I, I like that. That's mm-hmm. a level of professionalism, but you don't do it with neglecting what really sells a house because yeah. that to me is all like the smoke and mirrors to get people in but what happens like to me the legwork you do prior to putting the home on the market the the attention the detail when it comes to the small things in the house the attention mm-hmm. the detail to the price the attention the detail to the market and the, the strategy that you want to implement mm-hmm. far out seeds if you do a cool video yeah far because out- if it's garbage in reality you can make it look as nice as you want but when they get there they're gonna look at it and it's, go yeah it's like putting an instagram filter on and then you see the person real yeah, you're catfishing. Like, <laughs> Oof, yeah like it's it's so um yeah, I think I think that lead time leading up to the listing um, is so important. And I think as a seller, you can never give yourself enough time, Mm-mm. even if it's a year out. And you're like, I look at it in a year, I'm like, that's totally fine. At least now you're on the same game plan. Let's establish a, you know, eight months from now to reconnect and go over it again. Yeah, you know. So I think I think that's important. Um, what are a couple things that you you mentioned uh, the 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 decluttering, mm-hmm. we'll call it, and that's very important. What's two other things that you could give someone that's looking to possibly sell in the next next quarter? Um, what they should be doing? Decluttering, one hundred percent, I would say, is probably number one on the list. Uh, this is a very little thing, but it can make a 
big difference in my opinion, um, is paying attention to how you are mitigating your snow and ice right now. Because if you plan on selling in the spring and you are allowing your plow person to totally wreck your lawn and put salt all over everything then and the dogs pee wherever they want then in the spring you're gonna have a yellow grody torn up lawn so start thinking about that now because what you're doing right now is gonna have an impact on how your yard's gonna look in the spring so if you plan on selling be careful about where you're putting salt because that's going to kill your grass if you have pets maybe start thinking about where you're allowing them to go to the bathroom because that's going to leave yellow spots all over your lawn speaking from personal experience um and if you you know if you're plowing or shoveling or whatever pay attention to you know where that ends and where the yard starts because in the springtime when you're ready to sell grass takes a very long time to grow um, especially when you're seeding new grass in an area that's been damaged and you're you know curb appeal is, a, is an important factor just getting people in the home um and then i would say cleaning but i think that's a pretty obvious thing you know make sure everything's clean um the so the one thing I'd add to that, because I think you're spot on, I think it's decluttering and cleaning, like just the, the um, making things look good. Mm-hmm. And to piggyback off that is go through and audit every single room and every single nook and cranny of the house. And what you want to do is kind of flip the script. Pretend you were a buyer going into your own home mm-hmm. and be critical because buyers are critical. Go through and look at your trim, look at your doors, look at any holes in the wall. I mean, I mean, I mean not holes in the wall, but like little, like I'm just looking at like the wall here. I can already find like Nicks, paint spots. I can find little spots, yeah. spots that I like probably missed when I was drilling holes in because I'm notorious for that. Mm-hmm. Um, punching a hole right next to where I want to drill. Um, but finding all the little things that aren't big issues, but mm-hmm. when they compound, meaning a buyer goes in and maybe that one nick on the wall is not a big deal, but if I 20 nicks on the wall throughout the house, it's mm-hmm. a big deal. And that could be, you have kids and kid hit it with a hockey stick or something like that. It happens. We all, we're all human and, and, or pets or whatever. Um, I think going through pet, you know, scratching on the pet, on the trim from pets. Um, like you said, even if it's, you know, hardwood floor that's been scraped up by dogs over time, it's like, it wouldn't be a bad idea to like have that refinished. If, Mm -hmm. I mean, there's people, you know, you have a dog. It's like, if somebody was constant, the dog was constantly running through that high traffic area and their, you know, their nails have scratched into this wood over 10 years, you're going to have a lot of like, you're just going to have that worn down look. Um, but I think a lot of it is just making it look a little nicer. I'm not a big proponent of doing, you know, flooring and stuff because, you know, People are going to put their own spin on what they want. But if you have a room that has terrible carpet, replace it. If you have a room, like you said, that's like, you know, crappy hardwood floors or they're starting to curl up and they look kind of trashy, it might be worth it to put that money in. Um, And the other thing is paint goes a long ways. Just repainting your house. Yeah. Just think, think is not, I don't want to say cheap, but cost effective as possible. You know, I've had people ask, oh, should I get new, should I get new appliances? Should I replace the toilet and the tub? And, you know, unless, like you were saying, unless it's completely grody where someone's going to walk in and see the rust stain and think, oh my God, someone was murdered in this bathtub. No, you know, you're not going to get back what you put into remodeling your entire bathroom if your bathroom is fine. You know, cosmetic, little cosmetic touch-ups, like you're saying, paint and stuff like that doesn't cost very much. It's very... You know, or if your bathroom's dated, unless you're going to remodel the whole thing, replacing one fixture, replacing the counter or the uh, the vanity in your mm-hmm. bathroom when your tub and your sink or, or your tub and your toilet are outdated, it's not going to make a difference. Someone's no. going to have to redo the whole thing. You paint it, you're at least you're adding a little bit of you know 
kind of fresh, yeah, freshness, yeah. good word, or, you know, get, get some cleaning product and just get all the grout and stuff out of, you know, the shower and get all the discoloration out. Yep. I mean, that, I mean, making that, making a tub shine versus mm-hmm. like, get, you know, that hard water worn down yellowish look. Um, goes a long ways. Yeah. Even replacing the shower curtain. And you can regrout too. That That's a pretty yep. cheap and easy thing that you can do. I mean, it, it's, I say easy, it's a pain in the butt, but it's not difficult. It's a, a weekend project. can do it. Yeah, yeah. Scrape off the grout and put new grout down. I mean, that's going to instantly make your bathroom look new. Like it was mm-hmm. just done. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's a, that's a huge thing. Yeah. I'm big on, like you said, not cheap, but cost effective. Yep. You know, it's not cost effective to remodel your kitchen to sell your home like yeah. not not in our market i mean maybe in a you know real high-end city potentially but our market is like i said painting it's the small little stuff it's it's the you know i don't know fifty dollars to two hundred dollar trip to lowe's that you can buy a couple things and replace some stuff pretty quick and you know i like i said it's it's a lot of just like the the small detail work that you have to do but um any, I guess, I mean, that's all I pretty much have. You hit a lot of the, a lot of the key points. I think that those are the biggest things, you know, just start, start thinking about it now. Now, if you're thinking of selling, you know, the spring or summer this year, now is the time to start really thinking about it and, and preparing for it because it's going to come up on you very quickly. And it's, it's a time consuming process. It's crazy that today's January 20th. I, I can't believe that it's 2021. <laughs> yeah. It's wild. Yep. <clears throat> yeah. Wow. It, it's insane. But Year's already um, almost one twelfth of the way done, which if you like look at it like that, that's almost, I, I thought today, St. Patrick's Day <laughs> is less than eight weeks away, mm-hmm. which is also crazy because eight weeks goes by pretty fast. Yeah. And that means you're in the middle of March, which to me is like basically springtime. I like, feel like not Christmas really, hasn't but... even happened yet. Like what? Yeah. Or... It flew by this year. Just... It didn't feel like Christmas at all this no. year. No. W- weird, weird, uh, yeah, w- weird, weird times, but, um, all right. Any, any words of encouragement, fun fact of the day, office quote we can leave the viewers with? I feel like we got to do like something good because it's been a couple weeks. Uh, I had a, a great like, fun fact of the day and I can't remember. I read it and I was like, I'm going to say that at, on our podcast and now I can't remember. What was what it? It what you was... do yours first. I don't even remember what it was about. I just remember hearing it and thinking, that's cool. I'm going to share that. So not a fun fact of the day. Um, like an update. I got a new phone a couple months ago. I went through three. I'm on my third case right now. Not because my other case is broke. So if anybody has a iPhone, I, iPhone 12 Pro Max is what it's called. So it's one of the, it's like the newer one. I have two cases that are very, very good cases. If you need a case, I don't, I, you can probably have it. Cause I, I mean, yeah, you can have it. I'm not going to use them. They're going to sit my desk. So if you need one, let me know. One's an OtterBox case. Phenomenal case. will protect your phone. The other one's a spec case. Phenomenal. Protect your phone. I see three over there, actually. No, one, one, the, auto, uh, oh, Otterbox the OtterBox is double. Oh, it's two pieces. Yeah, I gotcha. It's great. The problem is it doesn't fit in my holder in my car, and it doesn't fit on any of the the key chargers. Mm-hmm. And I'm neurotic in the sense that I work every day with that little thing, and it, none of those charge. So this one charges, and it also charges in my car. Now, That's on the cool. little dashboard thing. So... Um, I don't know. That's that's my fun fact of the day. It took me three to- three cases to get the case I wanted. Other cases are good, just not they didn't hit all the boxes. Okay. Now I know. I don't have so much a a fun fact, but I'll I'll share a tidbit. I just need one second to look, make sure I get the the link correct. Um, I frequently rediscover this and forget that it exists, and then I tell everyone I know. Um, there is a website that you can go to. 
Um, they have one for each state in the U.S., but you can access it through a federal site. Um, hang on, I just need to find it. It is a site that you can type your name in, and you can find out if you are owed any kind of payments through insurance companies, lawsuits, um, tax returns. I, I did it and found out that there was a tax return from like probably the first year I ever filed taxes and didn't know that I got a return and I never, it never cashed. So I got like $198. Oh. Um, I looked up my grandparents' names and saw that they had a return from, um, it is osc.state.ny.us. Wait, I want to try this. Unclaimed funds. I didn't look up your name. I looked up almost everyone else I know though. Oh, well, thanks Ellie. That's all right. OS, <laughs> OSC. I forgot about you. State.ny.us. So go in there, type in your name, um, and you can find if there's any funds. You know, it could be, it doesn't, it's not necessarily tax stuff, but there's, you know, again, my grandparents had something from an insurance claim that for some reason didn't get processed or something. I don't know. So, and you can go back and like try to reclaim it. Yeah. You, all you have to do, you, you have to put information in to like prove that it's you, but then they'll just send you a check. Wow. Yep. Look at that. Ellie just giving money out. Fun fact of the day. That, that's You're great. Welcome. That's great. I just claim a good ten percent commission. <laughs> good Samaritan. That's it. We, we tack that on there. Uh, finder's fee. So um, I think that's it. Anything else? That was great. That was a great fun fact. That's probably the best one we've ever had. Yeah. Uh, someone's yeah. gonna re- someone's gonna buy and be like, dude, I just made twenty thousand. Thank you, Ellie. Ten percent. Ten percent. Yep. Remember that. Um, all right. So that's it. Episode seventy-eight of uh, Realty Talk with Ellie and Galen. See y'all next week.